Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, I, I was just telling Carlo a little bit about how, you know, my days go and, and work and everything else. And he brought up a really interesting point to me about, you know, sometimes there's this thing out there where you do what you're supposed to do. But you kind of just do it in a stabby, stingy kind of way. Yeah. Like, it's like, fuck you, man. Fuck the man for for treating me the way that you do. And and he and he brought up something that I had never heard of before. Carlo, what exactly was the name of this thing that you brought up that I had never heard of before? Well, the well, the idea here is generally when you are in a doomed oligarchical unfettered capitalist society as we are uh you run into this thing where someone who can't do your job is in charge of you doing your job yeah so they insist you do that your job their way mm-hmm. which is incorrect you know your job and you are better at it that's why you can do it and they can't but but since they're the manager you have to do it their way or they're the uh, all important customer and you must do it their way and so you do it their way exactly as they demand and it hurts them it hurts them so much but you all you did was exactly as you were told this is called malicious compliance this is a wonderful thing where uh people are punished for being the worst <laughs> um the ex- first example i want to give you is a little story but but hold on hold on so oh, i'm all, yeah. i'm gonna throw this little just this little pinch of salt i'm gonna go salt bay on it okay so <laughs> so you're the worst for doing what you were told to do which i i love i love the idea you could have done it another way but, but you insisted asked, yeah. i do it this way and i and did you it. don't know what you're talking about so i did it your way to teach you a fucking lesson yes so i did it and uh you know it's just it's bravo bravo okay oh, it's delicious so um one ex- here's the, the first example i have for you is i want you to imagine a repair shop mm-hmm. very simple little repair shop it is run by uh in this particular story it is actually run as like a almost like a halfway house. Like it's a way to teach kids in the neighborhood something better to do with their time. They learn tinkering. So they fix TVs, microwaves, the odd uh, laptop or computer. So it's a little like fix it shop. Mm-hmm. Local teens come in, they learn a skill, they get paid a little bit of a wage and it gives them something to do in the course of a day. It's actually a brilliant idea. Very, very nice. It kind of brings me back to the old um, apprenticeships. Yeah, I like the idea. It's, it's run run for a great, great reason and run well and, and run, run, run very well. Mm-hmm. A woman comes in. We'll call her. Oh, I don't know, Karen. Uh, we'll I give her the like name Karen. Karen. We'll Let's call, we'll Karen. We'll call her Karen. So Karen walks in uh, with a laptop. She sets it down. I would like this fixed, like so. It doesn't do the thing I need. Like fix it. I'm not a computer guy. She just needs it fixed. Mm-hmm. But the people that run it, like absolutely, that shouldn't be a problem. We'll go ahead and get that going for you. Um, I'm gonna uh, take a, go take a look at it. One of the kids will ring you up. He hears yelling. He comes back. What do you mean you can't take a check? But we don't take checks. We're a very small, like little thing. So we can do like card. We can do cash app. We can do, uh, we can do cash, of course. Well, you can take my check. What we we don't take checks. That's a policy. 
And how dare you? I want to talk to the owner. Like, I'm, I'm right here. Hi, again. I'm the owner. Yeah, it's a policy. You don't have to yell at the kid. Fine. It's fine. We'll, I'll take the check. He takes the check. We'll, we'll take it. It's fine. I'll cash it later. I'll, I'll, pay, put in the, I'll pay the cash for it, and then I'll take, I'll take the check later. It's fine. You can pick it up in a week just to get her out of the boat. Okay. Check bounces. Big she shock. insisted. Yeah. So Why people don't take checks anymore. <laughs> this is one of the reasons people don't fucking take checks. So she decides. Uh, she like so she comes in for it. Uh, yeah, I can't give you a computer until you pay for it. You have to pay for the computer. I gave you a check. It bounced. I had to pay for that check fee, which I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make charge you for because I'm not supposed to take checks. I messed up on that one. Fine, I'll eat that. You are gonna have to pay, and we are. We I am gonna insist it's cash. I can write you another check. No, no, we're not doing that. You have to pay cash. I don't. I not trust. I can't trust you. Your check bounced. You need to pay cash. There's a bank nearby. She leaves without her computer. Pissed. Very angry. Doesn't come back that day. Okay. Okay. Doesn't come back that day. All right. Next day. Karen's back. Now, this little shop, cute little shop, it's um, it's on a, in a walk-up. So you have to walk up three flights of stairs to get there. Mm-hmm. Now they'll come get if you have something they'll come down and get you know that's fine they'll come in and get that's fine they'll come they'll come down they'll if you have they'll a help machine you that is they'll, fixed they'll, they'll help you of course they will be happy to help you out if you like oh this isn't working I'm oh I don't want to carry upstairs that's that's fine that's okay that is okay now she showed up a little wag, little red wagon three water uh, three of those old timey water bottles full of pennies <laughs> over two hundred dollars in pennies oh she thinks she's clever she's so clever she says hey you can come down and get your payment we take payment inside what we take the payment inside you're feel feel free to bring up the money you owe me up to the third floor we'll be waiting for you can someone come down to help me i'm afraid all my kids are busy the kids that you yelled at for not taking a check that bounced they're busy with work now you'd like to pay your bill and get your laptop, please come bring the money inside. So she drags it up three flights of stairs. The first one, she mm-hmm. gets one all the way upstairs, breathing, heavy, sweating. Here's your money. Great. Start, because here's her plan. I brought the coins. Ha ha, you'll just give me a laptop. You don't want me to pay in pennies. I'm better than you. I can... We'll start counting. You can go get the other uh, the other com- uh, containers. The kids here and I, I will count the money. Mm-hmm. What? You want to pay in pennies? That's fine. We'll take it. The exact thing you said. You want to pay in cash. This is what you have. This is how you're going to pay. That's fine. We accept your payment. Can someone help me? No, they're very busy counting all the pennies. You can go downstairs and get the other one, drag it up the three flights of stairs and bring it here. But Awesome. You can go downstairs. Once we've counted out over $200 in pennies that your petty ass dragged up here, then you can have your laptop. Of course, if you have the cash, we'll take that too. Mm -hmm. She takes out the money that she had in cash on her, 
because of fucking course she did <laughs> slaps it down the table he explains to her this wire was loose we fixed it thanks for coming <laughs> we'll put your pennies up, up together for you and all of them start scooping the pennies back in there you go i don't i don't want it keep it is that a tip yes that's very generous thank you <laughs> bye and she storms off tail between her legs beautiful isn't that lovely isn't that a I, lovely that's story? A beautiful story i love that story that's a good story yeah. and, and, they, and, he, and, and at no point does the owner like he wasn't didn't yell didn't yell didn't raise his voice he just did as she asked mm -hmm. did complied with what she wanted to do every step of the way never went outside of what she asked but there was a little maliciousness to it just just a tad bit i totally just get that oh yeah so that is that is the uh first one here once I learned that, that, that like, I lo learned that this is like a, a thing. This is something people like get, get around together and like enjoy. I thought I should find some more. Yeah. Now that one, I, that one I'd read before and I, and I, and, and then I decided, I don't know what the game is here yet. I haven't found a game yet, but I, I went back to Reddit, mm -hmm. reddit.com, the home of people bitching and complaining about nonsense on the internet. And I thought maybe they would be, yes, there is a subreddit about malicious compliance stories. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking right now, <clears throat> I, we, we, I will give you a selection. We'll pick one or two, and then you tell me which one we're going to read. We're going to read it together. Mm -hmm. Then uh, I'll leave, leave it to you to, the, to decide if they deserve a raise, if they should be fired, or a stern warning. <laughs> Oh, okay. I like you decide. That. You're the boss. You can't. You you find out what happened. You're in charge in these situations. You're gonna find out what happened. You get the whole story, and then you tell me if this person would get is fucking. If you're firing them, mm -hmm. if that's fine, we'll see you Monday. Or you're getting a fucking raise. <laughs> I okay? like that. All right, that sounds good. All right, so first one up. Let's see. Here we have called. Is by uh, this was posted by uh, Joe Mondo five days ago. It is simply called Deathbed Malicious Compliance. Quotations mm -hmm. give it all to her. Okay. Okay. Versus the lady that argued her way out of 12 ounces of free soda, or more aptly named malicious compliance with a side of the most dire of consequences. Posted by Ancient Educator five months ago. Hmm. We can do both, but which one do you want to start with? Oh, God. You know what? I want to go with the first one. All right. We're going deathbed malicious compliance. Sounds Give it all to her. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So my grandmother was an immigrant who had to leave school at about age 12 after her own mother died. As the eldest daughter, it was her responsibility to take care of the younger siblings. Consequently, she never learned more than basic reading and math. And although she married and had kids of her own, she worked outside the home to add to household income, often doing cleaning and other low-wage work. Of her own children, most were reasonable people. But her youngest daughter was a complete parasite. She had no problem taking whatever she could get from her mother, my grandmother, even having her mother co-sign on on debts and then leaving her to pay it off. Despite not having much education, my grandmother was a wise person in her own way, 
but not when it came to her own kids and especially not her mooch daughter. She just could not stop letting her daughter misuse her. She ultimately became ill with cancer. Her her kids took care of her, except for, you guessed it, the youngest parasite daughter. On her deathbed, she told her oldest daughter she was worried about the mooch and related where she kept all her money. It wasn't much, maybe $700 or so. And then she told her oldest daughter that when she died, to give it all to the mooch. After my grandmother died, oldest daughter had to stomach giving her own mother's last dollars to her miserable vampire of a sister. But to make it more tolerable, she decided to do it by sending it in, in, a, in an installment plan of $10 a month. <laughs> so that's what she did for years. Just $10 a month, every month, not enough to splurge on anything, not enough even to make a difference in her life, almost as if it were nothing. I always admired my older aunt. She knew how to hold a grudge. <laughs> give that person a raise. I mean, yeah. just give that person a raise right there. You want this miserable bitch? This yeah. is a last money you have in the world. This is going to hurt so bad, or it'll feel great once a month. Every f- fifth of the month, guess what? It's shit on Karen Day. <laughs> Here's $10. Don't spend it all in one place. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, not- do, do you want a five and five ones? I'll get you, I'll get you five. I'll get you two fives. Two yeah. fives. I got you. <laughs> Just want it all one bill? One bill? Here you go. There you, you want go. A whole, yeah, here we go. Want yeah. those in pennies? <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, I mean, it's a shit person. Like, if you've been that shitty to your mother this entire time, yeah, and then like all you're doing is like oh, well fuck you and fuck the family all i want is this money well mm-hmm. then fuck you here you go yeah you and it, it's seven hundred dollars it. yeah no one that is not that. like like that's not this massive windfall where they'll like they'll question who they are and what they've become and what was sacrificed for them they're not going to feel that it'll be that's going to be one weekend of being an asshole yeah that's all they would do with it i'm gonna go get drunk smoke it away whatever like you know, that's a yeah. fucking bender at yeah. best and it's a one day bender. So this, this, this is this a good lovely. fuck you. This is a good yeah. fuck you. I like that. I do. Bravo. Good one. Give them a raise. Give them a ten dollar yeah. raise. Absolutely. <laughs> what Let's else see. do you got? We have another one here. Uh, again, we have the lady that argued her way out of twelve ounces of free soda. Or can't wake up, Grandpa. Okay, I'll get someone else to wake him up. Oh damn. <laughs> Yeah, uh, can't this could go a grandpa. lot of ways. This could go oh, a lot wow. of ways. <laughs> that that grandpa. See, both are kind of calling me, but I'm gonna go with that grandpa. Let's way, go, with grandpa. Like, I want to know why grandpa doesn't want to wake up. Okay, this happened this week. Just a cute little uh, malicious compliance. This was posted by Happy Days Are Here 32. Just one week ago, <laughs> we have a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son. My father-in-law also lives with us. Lately, the kids have been getting up earlier and earlier and will go and knock on their grandpa's door and wake him up. As they know, he's a soft touch and will often get up and make them breakfast. He put his foot down when our daughter started waking up before 6 a.m. Two nights ago, my husband told daughter, do not wake up grandpa in the morning. Hmm. Last two mornings, father-in-law has heard and we've played it back in the monitors. Daughter goes into son's room, wakes him up and says, son's name, go and wake up grandpa. Hmm. So much cuter a story than I thought that was going to be. 
she doesn't do it she does not do it she goes to the uh, her little brother her two-year-old brother who isn't gonna get in trouble go wake up grandpa (laughs) i didn't do shit (laughs) wow clever clever kid clever girl (laughs) that's that's a very cute one now i was so so worried that was to be like and they killed grandpa oh yeah he can't wait he can't wake up if he's never asleep that's true that's true oh wow is that the whole story right there yep that was a a cute that is a cute little one just the name just is good and scary you gotta you gotta give her the raise that was clever well thought out she did it (laughs) she's too cute give her the raise i'm gonna give her the raise uh bravo now let's let's go ahead and jump into that 12 ounce let's let's see what's going on there yeah this is one from six months ago this is again ancient educator Mm-hmm. This is a little, we got a little more meat on this one. Let's see what it says. The lady that argued her way out of 12 ounces of free soda, or more aptly named a malicious compliance, with a side of the most dire of consequences. Mm-hmm. I usually post about my teaching job if it's about work, but I recently got a second one working at a bacon obsessed fast food chain. This was last night, a Sunday night, a night slow enough where I end up taking the order often from the back room whilst washing dishes entering it into the system and interacting with the customer as well. One lady came through and I say my usual greeting. Welcome to fast food chain. How can I help you? And she begins her order. Ask me the price of things every step of the way. She wasn't rude about it, but clearly she was struggling financially, at least today. She ordered medium fries, a medium Coke, and then asked how much a small Sprite would be. I told her, rung it up as $7.69 and told her to come to the window. No Melissa Etheridge jokes. I don't know what that means. So by the time I finished the order... I actually hustled up front to the uh, point of sale system so I could tell her prices. I decided to pay it forward and pour her both medium sodas. My automatic window thrashes open as I tell her the total, take her payment, then proceed to hand her the now identically sized drinks. The very moment I do this, she starts in on me saying, look, I can't afford to be shortchanged here. I ordered one medium, not two smalls. I, I just, she interrupts. Well, fix it. I said, I wanted one medium, one small. Malicious compliance ensues. I proceed to take one of the cups, dump it out, pull out a smaller cup, pour her Sprite in the new, much, much smaller 12 ounce cup, 12 whole ounces. See? Dire consequences. As she sees all this happening, I can see on her face, she realizes the error of her ways. I hand her her drinks, and by this time, her other item is ready to be given, and I hand it all out to her. She then promptly apologized, said it's been a long day, and she felt like a heel and drove off into the middle of the night. Just another late night at fast food chain. Now, there are many edits and comments. Want to pass summary judgment here? Well, I'll go ahead and pass judgment. I, I say she gets a raise because the thing is, she she did something she didn't have to do. She was trying to be nice, mm-hmm. trying to do a kindness. And this person didn't acknowledge what that was. Uh, and maybe it was a really shitty day for them. You know, I yeah. know when I've had shitty days, it's like, what the fuck's going on in my head? So uh, I'm going to give her a raise because, you know, that 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 was shitty. That I mean, yep. she's just trying to be nice and someone was being and, the, and the, they they handle it gracefully. Like, OK, there you go. Thank you. Come again. Yep. Now, here are some of the edits. Edit number one. After reading through the comment, it seems to be a consensus, me included. I feel for this lady, especially considering that the usual behavior in a situation where the customer is embarrassed is to straight up double down on whatever attitude or misbehavior was ensuing. 
I wish I could say I could say, sorry, I'm on my mobile, but I'm on a laptop. There's absolutely no excuse for my technological, grammatical, and formatting stupidity. Edit number two. How hard is it to say I changed for a small? This is presumably this is a, something they were said. You could have just said I did this. How hard is it to say I charged for a small? There are multiple factors going on here. One, I tried to say that, but she interrupted me in the process. And we're told not, not only to not interrupt, but if, that if we get interpreted to interrupted to shut our face and listen and comply within reason, of course. Two, the guillotine. Our one and only drive-through window has an automated open-close system that works too well. Like there's a sensor near our upper thigh area that, that we go anywhere near, it opens the doors and walk away, it shuts instantly. I hate this because the customer always thinks we're cutting them off or ending their interaction abruptly. If they only knew it was automatic. There's a way to hold it there, but that doesn't work too well when our hands are full. This prevented me from saying it is well because I turned around to grab straws and the door shut. Can't tell you how many times I went Indiana Jones on this, grabbing debit cards like a hat as the door shut quickly and tightly. Three, when customers are that visibly upset, I've learned to not talk and just listen. In the heat of the moment, I felt saying anything would have just made her matter. She was talking in a way where I felt like I needed to listen, but I was also minorly, minorly frustrated as well. So yeah, we can. I'm the asshole this, and I'm truly the a-hole here. I did smile as she left, genuinely, wearing a mask though, so who knows what she saw. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I, I have to say I, I'm with the, the the employee who was trying to do a, a kindness. You know, she yeah. didn't do anything wrong. She's just trying to be nice. Yeah. And, you know, you got someone who's obviously having a bad day. I feel bad for her that she's having a bad day and didn't see the kindness coming and was a bit of a douche about it. Nope. Which is a shame, was. but that is kind of like, you know, this shit roll, rolling at, uh, downhill philosophy. Yeah. That sometimes what happens is someone's gonna is gonna go, oh, you're having a bad day. Let me be nice to you, and like, well, then I'm gonna be mean to you. Oh, well, that what? Who did that help? Yeah, no. Maybe it's better to like wash that person. shit off. Yeah, this might be the the bad Buddhist in me, but just the idea of like, well, someone was mean to me, so now it's your problem. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. Someone was mean to me. I'm gonna be nice to you because I know how a bad day is like. Yeah. So, I, I get and I, I feel I do feel for them like that they took the am I the asshole? Yeah, I was an asshole about it. I disagree, but I do see that they take a responsibility on that. Mm. And of course, fast food uh, culture being inherently bad for uh, just being in the way of being kind to people. Yeah, I can dig it. I can totally dig it. (laughs) You know, poor, you know, it's one of those, it's a hard one because both of them, Mm. you know, like you, it is a bad day and like who amongst us has not just had a shitty day and taking it out on someone whether you wanted to or not and then two you got the person who's trying to be kind to you and and you just you know no yeah. one wins in this situation no one really wins at all but the one who's really is... shitty shitted on is the poor employee who's trying to be nice you know yeah they're seen as as, as the villain for even a moment un- unfairly and the most likely scenario, I think this this playing played out a hundred other times. I think what mostly happens is a person sees, if they see it and recognize it as a medium, they take it, don't say a word, and they go home thinking, haha, I got one over on them. Checking their receipt, I didn't pay the 30 cents. Ha ha. And that and a little and getting a little like a little uh high from hurting a corporation, yeah. which I believe in, but it's still like it wouldn't even be recognized in them doing a nice thing. Mm-mm. that's not a shame that's it's that i'm sure they're aware of that the, the employees are aware of that 
chances oh, yeah. are this would have been ignored completely gone unnoticed or the person the uh, the guest would have assumed they were getting away with something not yeah. even thinking maybe they were just being nice and i think that's very altruistic it's very kind um so just as a general idea if you're having a bad day be nice to the next first person that you run into that has nothing to do with it yeah probably gonna have a better like your day will get better doing that i promise you or just Unless go straight shoot. home. Just go straight home and chill out, you know, before you. Well, I understand. Like, I want, I want bacon when I'm, I'm sad too. I want bacon. Yeah, I get, I get it. <laughs> but you know, but still, <laughs> don't, don't, don't ruin it for anybody else. You know, yeah. don't make it a bad day for another person either. You know. So um, got a, a next one here. This one is simply titled, "Why would you care about that?" I don't know. Why would I, Carla? Let's find out. This was uh, posted by Shockwave2309 about a week ago. Mm-hmm. This one is from my dad. My dad started working his job about 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. He never changed it. He went through all the stages that came with it. First, he was the post dude. I would only deliver in-house messages. And then he slowly made his way up to the food chain until about 15 years ago, he became team lead of his team. His job was part of the financial department and his team consisted of eight of the 15 people in the whole country that knew exactly how the specific part of the financial system worked and how the laws were applicable. The last 20 years, my dad was traveling all across the country, teaching his knowledge to everyone who played a lot for those courses and even helped designing many laws regarding this topic, which also lead to many funny stories where some know-it-all lawyers try to get cocky with him and tell him how it should be done until, until, until he told them that he wrote the law but that's for another time. My dad knew for the last 10 years in his job that he will retire, that all his team will retire shortly after him since the department was founded not too long ago. He told his boss and her boss's boss and they, that they should hire some people for, for them to teach their knowledge to. That was 10 years before his retirement. And they all told him that there is plenty of time left and everything is golden and he shouldn't worry. But what? Is, uh, let's see, fast forward. About eight years. My dad is still trying to convince them that this is urgent, that they need to hire now. But in the meantime, the boss's boss has changed. And now the new guy just looked at him and with a really bitchy voice told him, why would you care about that? Well, he never brought it up that brought up that topic again. Two years later, he retired. His coworkers who worked with him for 40 years in this department had nobody to ask when they were unsure of what to do. The new team lead was some young dude who tried to teach my father's coworkers how stuff worked just because he sat in on one of the courses that my dad gave a few years ago. Hmm. Now that about 70% of the department are all retired, stuff works really slowly and the department has to reach out to the lawyers to help them. But those shitheads, sorry, but lawyers are truly idiots, don't know anything about this. My dad always said, policemen, teachers, and lawyers are the worst kind of people because their job always makes it that they are right the whole day long. And he was constantly working with this type of people. Sorry for my bad English. It's been a long time since I wrote something like that. Too long didn't read. My dad was one of the 15 people in the country who knew how things worked. And when he told his boss that he will retire and they should hire someone for him to teach, they told him, why would you care about that? And now the entire department is crumbling down. Wow. <laughs> why would you care you're right i'll stop asking mm-hmm. why should i care yeah <laughs> you make an excellent i mean point. it's only a fuck it's not my problem now i'm retiring yep. 
Oh man, I I feel like the the people who, I mean that department, whoever's running should be fired. You know that. Oh, that yeah. Should, yeah well, you need to give that 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 man who is retiring an extra. If you are one of the few people in a nation who understands how this system works, and yeah. you need to hire someone who can be on par with that, and you're like, no no we're gonna go this other direction and then he's like you really should consider this and they're like well we what got a you young go-getter who you taught a seminar to once yeah it's like good. Well, well what do you care go fuck yourself man i'm like okay fine you do it your way and now that it's falling apart hey how about that fucking uh <laughs> want to have that conversation now asshole? yeah you want to call me now about this and like Maybe I help you out because I'm not because you little twat, you know, <laughs> because retired, I, dummy. <laughs> you know, like, fuck it. That's your problem. Not my problem. I mean, and you know what? Good for him. You know, he, why should he care now? He got the, he got an answer. He shouldn't have gotten that answer. Someone should have had the foresight to say, Hey, oh my God, this department needs to be run in a certain way. This man has some very rare information that we need let's 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 go with with him and you know figure out what we're going to do yep. but no that's what happens when you put these you know young and dumb people in there who are like oh I, I you can't tell me shit i know what i'm doing it's, it's technology one of those, i guarantee you that young the young guy they the young person they brought in is a business major oh god yeah why yeah. should they know what this business is like mm -hmm. They know business in general business. Mm -hmm. So instead of having someone that knows anything about the topic of your or the topic and genre and style of your work area, no, they just know general business stuff. They are equally qualified to run a Pizza Hut as your multi-million dollar corporation. <laughs> Same thing. Business yeah. is business. Fucking it's stupid. All about the business. Dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> I have a I have a bachelor's in business administration, man. I I can business all day long, you know, like moron. Okay, like they just like was they just kind of Tourette's out the word like synergy every yes. once in a while. Like, oh yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. He's a businessman. What is synergy? Shut the fuck up. That doesn't resolve this issue. That, that doesn't relate to this. <laughs> we have a financial collapse occurring. <laughs> People are like working on people are like they're rewiring something. One guy goes like, "Have you tried diversifying?" He just turn, look at him, go right back to work. Like, god damn it! Just like, god damn it! <laughs> Where the fuck do they find these assholes? Promote from within. Yes. Anything else is fucking stupid because mm -hmm. you have to teach them what you do. Oh yeah, and that's a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Train someone who works for you that knows how it works. Train them to do the next job. <laughs> Fuck stupid, fucking stupid people. Anyways, now I'm mad. Anyways, no, no seriously, it's it's a stupid move. It was, I mean, the, you give it to this dumb smuck who clearly has now destroyed this very important, you know, piece of the machine. Yep. Oh, oh, oh my God. Uh, I uh, business ethics. Let's be ethical about this. You have destroyed this mm -hmm. i think if we go into uh best practices we can fix this shut the fuck up where you best practice is to beat you with a stick yes that's the best <laughs> practice is to fire your ass for what you've allowed to occur you moron but you know 
just fucking morons it it pisses me off because you see that everywhere in the business world you really do like you you get the youngest schmuck who has you know oh oh i have a bachelor's of uh of you know uh management and yeah. here to manage you people and you're gonna do it i kill you and like shut the fuck up if you don't know how to talk to people you've already lost the battle you know if you don't know how to to speak to your employees and be like hey you know we're gonna work together you know i'm gonna help you you're gonna help me we're gonna make this happen opposed to you better do what the fuck i say and you better be clocked in at least like one minute before eight o'clock and if you don't you better even rate you up because i don't like you and go fuck yourself and i learned this in business school i'm tired can i get a juice box now can someone juice box juice box you're taking that <laughs> that's what Honestly, the fuck you got if i was if i was with the corporate world they're like everyone gets a juice box and after everyone take an hour for lunch you get a half an hour to eat half an hour for a nap that I would actually be able to work with. <laughs> you know what? I, I'd be cool with it. Like, oh, I, I get a juice. You can't box. lay down. You can nap at your desk. I, and then I, if, I, if I was manager, that's how I would do it. I'd be like, hey, 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 here's a juice box. Do you want do you want ecto cooler? Here's your ecto heights. Give him a kiss in the forehead. Okay, you sleep. I'll, okay. I'll be back. At, no, you two, can't kiss them. Two o'clock. No, I'll just air kiss. Not, no, I would air kiss. Just air kiss. Come on, like that. Uh, back, I'm gonna be back at two. Got to wake, get up, get up at two and do more work. But take a little break. You can listen to your podcast. It's okay. You, you do rest. Um, you do rest. You, you can watch a Naruto. Yeah. Only one though. Um, next up, <laughs> here we have, uh, we have one malicious compliance by Artie Farty 2022 posted a week ago called Fences make good neighbors i'm loving some of these names though but yes definitely fences do make good neighbors so we'll see how this one goes this one is da-da-da. my parents lived in a house where the neighborhood neighbor had right of access across my parents back garden to get to theirs standard uk victorian and terrace rules that sounds about right okay so they right of access across the back garden because it attached to their back garden mm-hmm. for to for the Americans. They were shitty neighbors. They would let their grandkids run around our garden and drop their rubbish. They would also come out and stand in our garden while my parents had family barbecues and stare at us. My folks couldn't do much about it because they had the right to be there. My parents were fed up with this, as well as them walking across the flower bed, leaving the gate open. So when the farmer who owned the land surrounding my parents' house offered to sell about one quarter acre of it, my parents jumped at the chance. Imagine the original path to the neighbor's back gate before the sale. They would walk up the path beside my parents' house across the yard where they could look into our kitchen and walk to their gate, which is located on the boundary between our two houses, about halfway up the garden. My parents bought the land and erected two seven-foot fences around the perimeter of the land. Mm -hmm. The fences were about four four feet apart. The entrance was around 30 30 feet away from the original gate, and they walked all the way around the new path. It led directly to the neighbor's back gate. Essentially, they had their own path and didn't need to enter our garden anymore. Neighbors didn't like this because it meant they had to walk much further to get to their back gate. My parents reminded them that they have fulfilled their legal obligation to give them access across their land to the neighbor's back garden. It didn't say anywhere that it had to be the shortest route. The neighbors threatened legal action, but didn't follow it up. The farmer sold the rest of the land to a developer. The neighbor contacted the developer to ask if they could create their own exit onto the developer's land at the far end of their garden so they didn't have to use our path. The developer agreed as that area was going to be a pathway. They gloated to my dad they didn't need our path anymore and we'd wasted, he'd wasted his money for nothing. So my dad put a lock on the gates to ensure privacy as they no longer needed it. 
When the foundation of the first building went up, the neighbor complained to council and company that they were too close by two meters and had to be moved. The fuss cost the developer a lot of extra money. So they sent a letter to all the neighbors informing them a path will no longer be running along the back of our gardens as it will now be used as garages to offset the cost of reworking the foundations. <laughs> they built a garage block directly behind her neighbor's garden. The neighbors now had a gate at the bottom of the garden that led in right to an ugly concrete wall. The neighbor then had to come cap in hand to ask my dad politely to remove the lock so he could start using the path again. My father obliged. The neighbors only stayed a few more years as it seemed that the son-in-law actually owned the house. And when he divorced the daughter, he sold the house and kicked them out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this just gets better and better. The rest of the post is explaining Victorian terrace houses, but I think you understand the general idea of yeah. their backyard garden kind of butted up against each other, and therefore the only way to get uh, to the back the back gate garden would be to cross each other's garden yeah. path, like to get to the to the back. So Victorian law rules: you must be able to get reach your back garden if so, you have, even if you have to walk across somebody else's. So and it, it would have been vice versa. That just makes sense. Mm. But just the being petty and shitty about it. Well, first being gross and shitty and petty about it. Mm -hmm. And then just the like the master class of just British. Oh, we shall see. Yeah. <laughs> mm, not quite. Well, we'll, we'll see. I have the right just the quarter end. acre just to fuck them. Like, no, mm, no, the path, uh, the path is still available to you. Of course. Of course. But of course, you have it to would be so much out of your way. But it's a different route. It's a bit of a different route. So you it's just take this pass up here. And they're going to have a, a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a spring walk, you say, and Good they're going to be like, "Well, fuck you, fuck <laughs> you, man." <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna, the new developer. We're going to do them, so we're going to take that path. So we don't need like, your thing. Sure, Excellent. why not? I shall be locking it forthwith. And then the developers are like, "Yes, of course." And then they don't know a good thing when they see it, and they're like, "Oh." Fuck Too this close. rubbish. Fuck this rubbish. No, we won't have this here. Put the garage there. No. Right after tea, I intend on doing something about this. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. And then they fucked themselves. <laughs> and then apparently they got fucked harder by the son-in-law. Yep. So, I mean, God, talk about the winning side. Is that is original, just good for them. That's a good a Earl Grey. So oh, hot. Mm, good but tea. Plus, yeah, I'll be having two teas that day. <laughs> oh, get the biscuits. It's going to be a good one. Biscuits. Oh, my God. Are those butter cookies? Are those butter biscuits? Oh, it's delicious. Yes. Oh, hurrah. <laughs> Ooh, marmalade. Our, our PBS version of that shit. Yep. <laughs> Dumbass uh, Abby. Yes. <laughs> That actually sounds like a good show we should write. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> it's just uh, us looking out a window over this grand lawn and just just making up what other people are saying. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. spill the marmalade again. The calla lilies are in brew. Oh, look at this. How this is so delightful. The calla lilies, don't you see? <laughs> I've never liked the calla lilies, Jeffrey. <gasps> That's why you have a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and then enters the East Enders theme song. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
Sorry, folks, I got weird. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think this. I I I I would like to play this game again sometime uh, of malicious (laughs) compliance. The British edition. We have to do the British (laughs) British edition. edition. So I take it they get a raise. Yes. Oh God, (laughs) yeah. yeah. You give them a raise and a bonus. And hey, for your trouble. Here's a new company pin. You there know? you go. Here's a cozy, little cozy for your your fucking tea, <laughs> your tea set. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna find some more. Get just a little more curated next time. Uh, but we'll definitely come back to the malicious compliance game again. Absolutely. But to bring it back to something familiar, I have a little. We'll be the assholes. Bravissimo. Yeah. All right. I I, I hope. I think I got. I got. I think I hope this is a good one. I hope it feels. I feel, feels it's gonna be. Right. It's gonna be good. Always good. This is um, for today's uh, game of We'll Be the Assholes. As always, I will pick. Uh, I picked up a post from the Am I the Asshole subreddit on reddit.com mm-hmm. where someone asks, uh, puts up a philosophical question. I committed an act. Does this make me an asshole? Yay, nay. Uh, where then we will decide what uh, if the internet got it right. And if the internet got it right, that means they agree with us. Mm-hmm. Where they weigh in on whether another person is an asshole, everybody's an asshole, no assholes here, or the other guy's the asshole. We'll be the assholes. We'll let you know who's wrong. Exactly. So today we have Digi Pretend Nine Six Four put this up two hours ago. Oh wow! Now that, that sounds that sounds like someone who used to own a Tamagotchi at one point <laughs> in their life. <laughs> this is that's right, folks. We got a piping hot, right out of the oven, fresh asshole. This is <laughs> it's called. Am I the asshole for not hiring someone? Over what they did to my wife in college. Yes, we need to go with this just right off the bat. We're Let's, going straight yes, into it. Just, yeah, whatever the fuck this is, <laughs> I am I am strapped in and ready. <laughs> <laughs> I have been married to my wife for almost three years, but we've been together for five. She is the love of my life, and I would do any for her. I have a band as a side thing, and we've been looking to hire another guitarist and put up flyers in our local music shop. I was going over the applications with the rest of the band when I came across Larry's. I vetoed him and told the guys to not bother watching his video audition because I would never work with him. The problem with Larry is he and I, he and my wife briefly dated in college. However, they, bro- they broke up over something horrific he did. Hmm. I won't post details because they aren't mine to share, and honestly, it might get me banned. But let's just say it was not okay. Our drummer asked why, but I didn't want to out what happened to my wife. So I said, I hated the guy because he did something to my family. He asked for details, but I told him I wasn't comfortable sharing and had to drop it. This caused a fight. And now we are on a hiatus because the group is split. Half think I should give him a chance. And whatever happened is between them and my family. I know my wife would never forgive me if I let his man near us, but I probably could have told them the true reason. I just feel like they don't need the details and could just leave it at that. I don't want him around. Not the asshole, man. I'm going to go with not, but I do want to know what the fuck it was that happened to the wife. That was, I mean, yeah. I, I'm assuming it. This leaves so, that this is a big glaring question of like, they briefly dated and they broke up when he did something horrific. What is oh god i want to know what the horrific is yeah because that could be incredibly dark and it makes sense that he doesn't want to share it like my my instinctual response if i was like hey someone uh wants to join us for an episode and you were like 
briefly dated my wife, did something horrific. I don't want to talk about it. Please trust me on this. Mm-hmm. I would immediately go, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Cool. They're out. No problem. But for context here, one, you don't have a wife, so I assume you're just going crazy. Yeah. Two, <laughs> two, anyone that you would be like dead set no for a horrific reason, I don't need to pry. I, I know to trust you on that. <laughs> yeah, if, because some of the shit that comes out of my mouth, Carly, you know. Yeah. If I, you're like, if, this is on the pale. Like, yeah. you are not cool with what likes. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah don't, yeah, burn them. <laughs> if so, like, Bada I, says... <laughs> This guy creeps me out. You better believe. Yes. <laughs> this is some type of weird psychopathic. We need to go like we need to go get like, like... count and <laughs> masturbate in his own shit kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need like you're gonna need the, all the Lysol and holy water you can get. This is a yeah. problem. This this is huge. But I I feel like my I have this weird instinct that. I, there are other people I know that would say that. I don't want this guy around. He used to date my wife. They broke up. He did something horrific. And I feel like got her to orgasm more than you did. Like there are people like, I wouldn't, <laughs> there are people I wouldn't trust with that. Like, nah, cause you would say horrific and you don't mean horrific. Mm-hmm. You mean you just didn't like it. Like you, you're, you weren't happy about it, but that's not the same thing. Was he horrifically hung like a horse? <laughs> Yeah, like, like is that what we're going with? <laughs> yeah, like did she ever like did she ever say his name during like like what is for some there are people I would want to have context and I think that might be the situation. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to the the same benefit of the doubt I'm giving to him that this was horrific and no he shouldn't share her her, her business and that should be respected. I, I agree and that's the case. Absolutely. The only con- but if in giving that same benefit of the doubt to the to the band he might be the guy who just fucking says that. Mm-hmm. Like he just says it because he doesn't want his way. Like as much as like even like, without talking to her, because they're not talking to her. She's not in the conversation. We only have, he said she, he, she did. He did something horrific yeah. when they broke up. It could have been that he cheated. And she has since said, I probably would have gone back to him. Mm-hmm. Or I still think of him sometimes, or I had a dream with him. It was really hot. Like it could, like I'm not saying that's guaranteed it, but it could be something that it could dumb. be, it could be something, something that like kind that. of petty, yeah. Or like, oh, maybe she like got with him because he plays, he plays the band in the band, and she's like, oh man, you're almost as good as my ex. Boom! I don't want him in the band. Yeah, like, he can't be here. He can't. That so, I feel like their response implies that he has played this card, like he's cried wolf too many times. That's entirely possible. Because anyone, anyone else that I, I would be working with, if I'm working with you and you're like, that person's not a good dude, they do they did something horrific to somebody I cared about, mm-hmm. I would trust you. Yeah. There are people I know that they would say that to me and I would go, mm, I, I think he deserves a shot. All those people have played that card a bunch mm-hmm. when it was not necessary. And I think, you know, and, and vice versa, if you ever came to me and said, hey, Vada, this person you found as a guest, no, the, and there's a history there, and I, I just can't. I would respect that, and I would call that guest and be like, "Hey, look, I'm sorry, we have to cancel. Uh, unforeseen circumstances. I have explosive diarrhea. Whatever, you know, I would take that. <laughs> so not both ends. I'm you sorry. Know, like, I can't stop. Man. It's happening while we're talking, man. So like, I would do something like that for you because you said, "Hey, this person is a no-go and i would be you know what fuck it yeah absolutely yeah. this person is because you know you, yeah. i wouldn't say that lightly 
absolutely like if you're telling me it's a no-go then i know something's up and if you want to tell me what it is that's fine if you don't that's also cool but yeah. the thing is if you're telling me hey vada can't i was like okay we're not we're not going to touch it then because then there's something there that you know i don't fucking want to get into and you know i do the show with you why why am i going to fucking do something like that you yeah. know that that would just be a dick move on my part to say oh well you know we're going to go ahead with it anyway you know uh, that that would just be shitty of me but you know i just i can't yeah yeah i can't i, I cannot I call can't. the guy being uh, an asshole for this i can't i can't because i don't I know what it is it that's the other thing and they leave you it's a good story because mm -hmm. they bait you and they hook you and then they don't even fucking tell you what they use for bait <laughs> yeah it's like, ooh, I, I want to know what horrific is. What the fuck did Larry do? What did he do, man? What did he yeah. do? Like, you know. But I mean, I I I, I was again assuming he is what he, he's on the up and up. I respect the hell out of him for like respect, that's yeah. my wife's, uh, uh, that's her journey. That's something she went through. You don't need to know that. I do need you to trust me for the band to go on hiatus. Mm -hmm. Y'all aren't that cool. Like you yeah. aren't that tight. <laughs> mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's a shame. I get it. I totally get it. I'd say. If, I mean, we can assume Larry's probably an asshole, but we can't be sure. No, uh, the band might be that might be assholes to not just trust their, me their a member, the a member mm -hmm. of their team, um, or the poster's the asshole if he is leaving out a key a key detail why they don't trust him. This has become very Sherlock esque. Like, what <laughs> we yeah. need more? I want to like break it down. <laughs> who who poisoned the coffee? <laughs> you know, like. What, at what time were they and, and where were they at this point at four of the clock everyone at this point <laughs> during tea time <laughs> you know it's like huh i want to know and we and we need to know but we're not going to so all i can say is uh he's doing the right thing for his wife and respecting her dignity and privacy i'm sure it does make him uncomfortable and we can't do this i would say if i was the band members i would be like okay band, we're with you on this mm-hmm because hey you're our band member we get it you know something something has happened we're not gonna we're not gonna you know we're not gonna do it that's that's the way i would roll in my perfect world but that's me yeah i, agree. I would ask amara but she's been snoring this entire time yeah. i don't want anyone to think that i've been snoring this whole time no. <laughs> that's my dog in the background <laughs> I, I i would i would i'm coming down on the side of not the asshole mm -hmm. i can't say there's any assholes here i cannot say there are i can't say there aren't uh large in a way the internet is right and they agree with us it's it's kind of muddied not the asshole good um there are a few people say why don't you just reveal it there are others that are immediately stepping in like that's not his story to tell um why do they need that information because i want to know Dan. <laughs> yeah <laughs> these are all good questions like oh god yes it, it's a fascinating it's an alluring question like what the fuck did larry do mm -hmm. but ultimately yeah you should trust your bandmates enough that they're like this dude's a, this guy is out mm -hmm. that's wild that they, their response was like give him a shot really who the yeah. fuck is this guy that he like gets a shot over any kind of history i'll have mm -hmm. maybe i don't know band people maybe band people it, it's it's just like a, it's a gig it's a job whatever in my I, my mind, I would think a band has got to be pretty tight. Yeah, so I, I would think so too. I mean, you built it together, you play together, you do rehearsals together, you spend time together. You you would think, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. 
Well, mm-hmm. let's respect that. You would think that would be the thing, but yeah. you know, apparently, fuck me, right? You know, <laughs> not, not, not them, not these guys. Not like, hey, how many fingers am I holding up? You know, <laughs> like, damn you. <laughs> so i i don't know but I'm, I'm glad the internet got it right i'm glad we got it right and you know definitely so. not the asshole not the asshole not the asshole Mm-mm. but for all of you out there in listener land maybe you got an asshole maybe you know someone who <laughs> who is doing these weird little things just to make your life miserable at the office and you want to share that or you want to share like hey i did it and i got you you know, yeah. ha ha ha, you know, definitely reach out to us here on the VCR show. Carlo, how can they reach out to us on our social medias? You can share your own personal stories and triumphs of malicious compliance <laughs> at the VCR show on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us to the VCR show at gmail.com. And let's not forget a couple other things. You can also enjoy some of our insane ramblings on our website, which is the VCRshow.com. Read some of our interesting little articles there. And you can also read a couple of books from Mr. Magania, a, a published author here. Uh, Mr. Magania, what are those books? I have two books. They are self-published. <laughs> They're available via uh, Amazon. It is In the Worst Way and Dark Sarcasm. Bravo. Published and still published. First two oh, books in the uh, Ozymandias Brown uh, serial. Awesome. And published is published no matter what. That's and true. you can also rent Mr. Magania out for his D&D hosting, which is becoming very, very big. And he is becoming a very big name with that. So you can rent, email a Email us here at the show, and we'll pass that lovely email on to Mr. Magana, and he will get back to you. Absolutely. Until next time, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Need a clean space? Call A Clean Space For You in Multi-Services and ask for our friend Rachel. They can be contacted at 832-297-1704. Or you can email them at acleanspaceforyou at gmail.com. Need some sweet treats for your next big event? Or maybe you just have a sweet tooth? Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes. S-K-I-P-P-I-T-Y-C-A-K-E-S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t-shirts, and coffee mugs. You can also contact them at 281-221-9703. That's 281-221-9703. Again, that's Skippity Cakes. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. Looking to shape up or maybe get rid of some unwanted fat? You need to give our friend Roxy Perez a call. Book a mobile appointment. Melt some unwanted fat away. You can reach her at 832-686-3873 or email her at ascensionaesthetics at gmail.com. You can also find Ascension Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ascension Aesthetics. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo 
created by Richard Christopher Vara with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to thevcrshow at gmail.com.